Welcome to DeGay's Watch Degrassi, the podcast where my expertise and my skepticism sheds a new rainbow on this amazing Canadian After School special. I'm Marisa. And I'm David. Welcome everyone. Today we are watching Season 1, Episode 13, Cabaret. We want to remind you one more time, we are going live for our Season 1 finale on Thursday, June 3rd, 6 to 8 p.m. Pacific Time. So check out our Facebook Live event to join us. Here is today's episode's synopsis. Ashley and Terry are planning a performance for Lunchtime Cabaret, but Ashley isn't listening to Terry's ideas. When Paige wants to perform too, Terry uses tarot to persuade Ashley. Will the performance go as planned? Emma and Manny are performing too, and Toby doesn't need persuading to help Emma out. Will his plan work out as well? That's what happens in this episode. So... First off, Lunchtime Cabaret or Talent Show is something that has been talked about in many previous episodes. In Rumors and Reputation, Liberty and Ashley are talking about it in a student council meeting, and Liberty mentions it when she's running for her position as well. I think she's secretary. This is a long time coming episode. I also love this episode because it's our first Degrassi Band episode. Ashley is playing the piano. I think this is our intro to the fact that Ashley is a piano player, which continues throughout all the seasons. She continues to do that. Also, Terry's talking about a protection chant. And also, it's a website that's just very 90s with a Ouija board on it. And I get it. Like, we just went to be mystical, but it's owned by Hasbro. It's just not, is the thing. Yeah. I think they existed before they co-opted it. No, but it's meant to be you're talking to your past or future self and asking that questions. It's not about, is there a ghost here? Yes. What's his name? Jonathan. Oh my god. Like, that's not the point of it. Same with, like, I guess it's gonna come up in this. Tarot. It's just meant to be, like, a game you play. It's a card game, originally. And then it was given this. Yeah, I mean, it started off that way, but it evolves. Yeah, but, like, I'd, like, give Tarot more points because it's not owned by the guys who own Monopoly. Yeah, exactly. It's also, like, culturally significant for lots of people. Yeah, and not owned by hungry, hungry hippos. Oh, my God, the balls tell me where the evil spirits are. They're in this side of the room. Or the weird fishing game. The Magnets. I love that one. I love that one. Have you ever played Battling Tops? Well, there was Beyblades when we were like 8 to 10 or whatever. And that was like Battling Tops but in anime form. Dude, I remember when Beyblades came out. 
and I was like, what the fuck? That's just battling tops. Because, like... And no one was like... Everyone was like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> battling tops isn't a thing. And you're like, no, battling tops is a thing. And it's like, no one's heard of battling tops. Because it's, like, pre-internet, and you can't be like, here's Google, battling tops, battling tops. I'm right. Exactly. Like, my Nona is the type of person that kept all the old games. So they have really old versions of life and, um, you know. You went to college. Pay $10. Or, like, Trivial Pursuit with really outdated questions. (laughs) (laughs) This president famously said, and it's like a Richard Nixon question. And a game battling tops it was i mean as a kid it was like this giant arena and it had four little corners where you could pull your tops in and they all had names like twisty tom and you know like same with beyblades they all had names but it was really fun me and my friends used to play it a lot but ashley's freaked out by mystical oracle stuff and is more concentrated on their song for Cabaret. Terry comments, I thought we were going to pick up the speed. And Ashley says, this is the right speed. You know that, right? And it's just evidence that Ashley's kind of on her own page and doesn't listen to what Terry says. And I'm sorry, but Terry gets a fashion crime ticket. Her headband is kind of cute. But her shirt is like, what is happening with her shirt? I'd wear that shirt. Is it Pink Panther or what is it on her shirt? It's just weird, cartoony, nondescript characters (laughs) on a shirt. And it's a t-shirt layered over a long sleeve shirt and she's wearing a necklace. So she's essentially dressed like Spinner. Oh, she does like Spinner. That's how you get boys to like you dressed just like them. Yeah, I remember you showing me from Reddit a picture of a girl who was like me with my crush being one of the boys. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're all wearing those like ugly sunglasses that people wore in the 90s. Also JT hats. Yes. Oh my god, they were wearing JT hats. That's hilarious. Wow, Liberty does a cool thing with her hat. To introduce lunchtime cabaret. That's kind of cool. Paige says, hey, Terry, let's do cabaret together. Two girls and a keyboard. It's a very weak name. Like, it could be Monster Squash. could be Tarot Puffs. Mm Mm-hmm. In the other 90s show I've been watching, Ready or Not, uh, the band in that show is called Neon Vomit. See? It's a I feel good like one. like Neon Trees is an indie band that was a thing. Like that's an indie band name. I think this band is leaning more pop artist, but Paige agree with agrees with you. She says that sounds lamer than Heather Sinclair's Highland Sword Dance. So this is adding to the lore of Heather Sinclair. Overbite, nose job, apparently Scottish, I guess, if she's but, doing a Highland sword dance. But Terry Scottish. Like, mm-hmm. when Terry's they do the. So, like, she's like, she's a Scottish nobody. And it's like, hang on, I'm Scottish, ho. 
Anyway, yeah. maybe that's just me being Scottish, being a little bit over offended right now. But. So I might be being a little bit stupid here, but are there a lot of Scottish people in Scotland? I mean, in Canada? Oh, yeah, a bunch of Scottish people moved to Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like how the like, Irish moved to America, Scottish people moved to Canada. And, like, Nova Scotia. That's, yeah. like, Scotland, right? Yeah, and it was a British territory for so much longer, so it was mm-hmm. easier to emigrate. Yeah, in our, um, was it in your family's pub quiz, we found out that the Canadian flag changed only in the 60s. Yeah. And it used to still have the Union Jack in it before that, so, and it, to be honest, good change. Yeah, it looks way better now. I like, Paige encourages Terry, like, hey, you know, make it less lame, stand up for yourself, but... Terry is too timid. She has a really shy personality. And as we found out in Eye of the Beholder, she doesn't have as much confidence as maybe her friends do. But we're transferring over to the B-plot. Emma is yet again holding her really cute colored-up notebook. And she's explaining to Sean that she, for Cabaret, is going to do a dance with an environmental theme where they're panthers getting hunted by a hunter and they want Sean to be the hunter but he's like Ugh, I don't hunt I don't dance no oh yeah so even though obviously Toby didn't doesn't want to dance at all he agrees to do it anyway to make Emma happy and JT is making fun of him but honestly this is just I think another one of the super middle school things they're going through like being super into someone and it's just super obvious that they're not into you back but you just don't realize because you're still a kid and you haven't learned any of that stuff yet although not gonna lie still can't tell if people are into me or not (laughs) so so we're to Terry's presentation about divination essentially is what she's presenting about because she's interested in a variety of ways of predicting, including Ouija board and tarot. Her presentation says the Ouija board, gut feelings, spirit worlds, the fourth dimension, seeing beyond. So the four- time? I'm really lost on the fourth dimension one. <laughs> like, I guess she means time, like being able to sense things, but like, uh, it's just one of those examples of someone who was a witch did not write this, <laughs> you know? It's kind of like <clears throat> some of the other silly Degrassi stuff where it's like... I mean, they... it is a board game by Hasbro. We've been over this. The board game, like many things that Hasbro and also Parker Brothers did, it was stolen. From a witch? It was... Ouija had a long history before they... So, 1890s is when Ouija started, and when did um, Hasbro start producing it? After World War One. So, it wasn't their idea. And like you said, it's not the oldest thing. Tarot is much older, I think. But But it's still a card game. And tarot is a... It's uh, argued whether or not tarot is a closed practice. 
in terms of being a spiritual practice. Some Romani people and other cultural groups and ethnic groups see tarot as uh, something that's a part of their culture, so it's a little bit contested whether or not it is a closed practice or not, meaning that if you're not one of those people, should you participate in it or not? Hmm. Um, sort of like other things that are witchy or spiritual related, like, for example, burning white sage or palo santo. Both of those things are very cultural, especially to um, indigenous people. And if you don't know the source of what you're burning, then you probably shouldn't use it because it could be taking away sources from indigenous people. Um, so, and even then, it's some practices are closed. So, like, for example, you can do smoke cleansing, but that's different from smudging, which is a closed practice that indigenous people share. So, luckily, I'm in a group that's called Sounds Like Bisexual Witchery that is really informative about closed and non-closed practices and really helps inform people about the uh, history of different witchy spiritual practices. So after Terry's presentation, Paige kind of asks Ashley if she actually believes in spiritual things. And when she says that she does, that Terry and Paige kind of do you know, a handshake, like, yes, we can use that to get Ashley to include Paige in the group like Terry wants. I obviously want Terry to find her voice, uh, but you shouldn't use spirituality to convince other people of what you want. You should be able to speak your mind, you know? And she's using tarot and whatever to convince Ashley when she should just be honest with her and find her voice. Meanwhile, Terry is giving a reading to Manny. She pulls the fool card, which doesn't necessarily mean that you're a fool. It more means that you might not be looking where you're going, which they put a little bit hard on the nail with what Terry says. She says your your day might end with a twist, which is really putting the nail on the head a little bit. But uh, if you look at many tarot decks, the fool often looks like he's about to go off of a cliff without looking. So that's kind of the message it's, it's giving you is that you might be needing to look towards things that you're not. But as we see with Terry, she purposefully puts in the three of wands, which she calls the three of rods. I've always heard them called wands. That's what she sneaks into the deck to trick Ashley into believing that they should be a three-person band instead of a two-person band. And that is the whatever-it-takes moment of this episode. 
she's willing to cheat her spirituality for that, that's a little bit... I mean, it's not bad, but she should just be honest with Ashley instead and tell her that she wants Paige in the band. Paige is wearing your favorite jacket. The big fluffy one. They're on the steps and talking about how their band is just going to remain two girls on a keyboard. But then Manny decides to try to do a new move on the steps. And she rolls her ankle, essentially. Oh, she has Powerpuff Girls on her backpack. That's pretty cute. And very of the time. Terry's really shocked and kind of like upset that she really predicted you know that her day would end with a twist but Paige is just overjoyed like you were right about Manny and you were right about me too yay it shows that Terry was just trying to find her voice and Paige is just kind of manipulative Paige Michael Chuck and the Sex Kittens is her new band name title I gotta say that I love it it's way, way better than Three Girls on a Keyboard, so I just can't deny that. Uh, but obviously, Ash is going to hate it because she is a wet-ass blanket. So, reappearance of Discman, Paige is listening to her Discman in class in order to hear Ashley's version of the song, but it's kind of like, is that realistic? Would they be listening to Discman in class? Maybe they're in the homeroom. Poor Toby. He is trying to backtrack because he's like, I can't do a part of a panther. I can't do it. And he sees how disappointed Emma is. And he's like, okay, fine. I'll do it. And he's literally cannot believe he's doing what he's doing. And... Honestly, I'm sorry, Toby, but I can't believe you're doing it either. You really get real. <laughs> Meanwhile, Paige is showing Terry her new vision for the band. A big, sparkly, two-piece outfit with matching jewelry. It's very sexy. Honestly, I love it so much. She says, this is our perfect new look. Terry says, maybe for you, I'd look like a sausage. And Paige says, no, silly, you would look great. It's kind of one of Paige's better moments where she's supportive of Terry. Ashley's kind of body negative and says, Ugh, we'd look like prostitutes. They are kind of in middle school, but... They should be able to, like, look cute and wear whatever they want. Who cares? It's a talent show. I definitely wore really stupid-looking stuff to talent shows, and I didn't care. Paige retorts with, oh, I'll go get us some nun costumes. They could do that. That could be their theme. Fun nuns. Three nuns and a keyboard. Three nuns and a keyboard. Paige encourages Harry to use the Mystic Oracles. But she says not after what happened to Manny. Could you imagine people using religion for their own selfish purposes? Thank God Terry has some convictions. Yeah, good thing she has some integrity. There we go. Unlike, 
literally anything. Anyone who claims to be religious and is also a politician. Right. So they decide to make a new version of the song and introduce Ashley to it. They want a, a synthesizer? I think that this is a little bit hearkening back to these Remedy days when Snake was in a band, although he was not the... Synth player? No, that was Joey. He played a guitar, if I recall. They had two guitars and a synth. It was a very 80s band. They mentioned that they weren't paying attention in class, but they wish they were because they want to try to do a new version. And he mentions that he actually used to have a band and they even made a music video, which is referring to in Degrassi High when Lucy, one of the characters we've seen in Next Generation a few times, she used to be a videographer and she did a few different videos including Zit Remedy's only music video. She also records a horror movie in Degrassi, as well as the infamous I Hope You Get Better rap for LD when she had cancer, which is my very favorite Degrassi song of all time. So if you haven't heard it, if you haven't watched old Degrassi, go give it a look up. It's so, so funny. Meanwhile, we're back to the hunter gatherers. No. Toby is having to learn the panther part, unlike being the hunter, which was supposed to be really easy, because Manny has twisted her ankle. He, unfortunately, is just infatuated with Emma, and he's just sitting staring at her, and he misses his cue, he does stuff wrong, and the biggest thing is he keeps leaning in the wrong way so that they bonk heads when they're supposed to, like, be doing a panther dance. Overall, from their practice, you can already tell that this dance... Honestly, whether Toby does bad or good, this is not going to go over well. This was the type of act that I always did in the talent show. Untalented... And everyone probably made fun of me behind my back for it. Oh. That's unfortunate. I mean, I honestly did not care at all. Because I liked to do gymnastics. Me and, like, my friends did gymnastics. Like, we were in classes and stuff. And so we would just make up routines and then do them. And they weren't, like, 10 out of 10. But we actually choreographed it ourselves. And so, who cares? And I'm talking in, like, 8th grade. Not in high school. By the time I got to high school, I was like, I'm not talented. I'm not doing this. <laughs> Mr. Simpson and the girls are singing the song, and she gets super, super mad. She's just, oh my god, she, okay, she, fashion crime ticket. She has her bag with the phone in it. It's really funny how often she's wearing that now that I've started tracking it. Also, fashion crime ticket to Paige. She's wearing a shirt a la Emma. It has, like, stars and, like, leaves or something on it. It's like, was that a shirt that was originally... It kind of looks like that shirt went with the pants that Emma wears. That would be, like, a very styling outfit if someone wore those together. Obviously, Terry and Paige want to go with the new version, and Ashley does not. They agree to consult the oracles, and they pull the High Priestess card, and Terry says it means go with the new, 
and then Ashley later on says she looked it up and it actually means go with the old but it really means neither of those things uh the high priestess is about strong womanhood lots of different womanhood symbols and it also represents good judgment because so if you want to kind of look into what the meaning maybe actually is maybe it's saying that terry is finally expressing her judgment you know and her womanhood by actually saying what she wants Oh my god. Okay, so we fast forwarded to the next day, uh, Cabaret Day. Uh, do you know how we know it's Cabaret Day? Because there is a student standing on the Degrassi porch holding the tiniest, creepiest, middle aged looking dummy. It's the kind that you put your hand in the back of. The Jeff of. Dunham type, but, like, the creepy ones. Mm-hmm. The, like, ones that are clearly haunted. Yes, a la scary movies. Twilight you know? Zone. Yeah, or I think there's even an Are You Afraid of the Dark, or maybe it was Goosebumps, but there definitely was one of those. I think it was with, Are You Afraid of the Dark, but yeah. I definitely remember that one, yeah. Nightmares forever. Why would you do that? Like, who <laughs> does that type of thing? people who are maladjusted it's really really tiny it looks like a politician almost it's really scary looking so it looks like Wee herman yeah give yourself a pause at 15 minutes 43 seconds and look at it it is wonderfully horrifying do you think his friend next to him is like dude you cannot do the puppet thing (laughs) and he's like dude i'm gonna get so many chicks (laughs) he's probably saying my mom's making me dude so i used to have puppets not that kind but they were marionette kind on strings and they were creepy but i think i got them as a gift so i was like okay i guess i'm keeping these And they were sort of up on a shelf. And one day, I got up out of bed in in the dark to get ready to go to school. And as I was walking to turn on the light, I stepped on something. And it was, like, clearly bad. And I turned on the light. And one of the puppet's feet had become disconnected in the night while I was sleeping. And was in the middle of the floor perfectly to where I was to step on it with a nail sticking up out of it. Damn. That went into my foot. So it really was evil. I was like, what? It was one of those experiences where it's like, that, how did that happen accidentally? How am I supposed to believe that that was an accident? Like. It's real. It was haunted. Right? I should have burned them that day. You'd like look through and you find out that no one actually gave you those marionette puppets <laughs> I was pretty little when it happened though I think I was like nine so perfect age for them to try to kill you <laughs> it didn't work <laughs> second creepy puppets they didn't realize you had a tetanus shot right Terry has agreed to wear their sexy outfit. She's sort of wearing a more toned down version with jeans, but they're both wearing the sparkly stars and they look cute. They're rehearsing. Ashley comes on not wearing the outfit as planned with her printout saying that 
Terry lied. This is the it goes there moment where Ashley confronts Terry and Terry finally speaks her mind and says she's not fair. She doesn't listen to any of her ideas. Ashley's a bad friend and we all know how I feel about her. So sweet, sweet comeuppance is coming for Ashley. So the first of our plots to perform is the B plot. Emma, Manny, and Toby. They're wearing very silly noses that make them look more like rats. Right. And Sean is in the front row, obviously, because, you know, that's Bay. And... <laughs> and then in comes Toby. He's ridiculously bad. Bad on purpose to a level that's just... It's almost unrealistic how bad he looks, but I've definitely seen people be that way. People don't realize when you're doing dance or whatever, if you aren't flexing, then it looks like a noodle and it doesn't look good, so... They do kind of a clever thing where they make one of Manny's crutches into a fake gun, but Toby hams it up too hard when he dies and everyone laughs. Emma's really... He's like... <laughs> then Sean gets up and tells everyone to shut up and let them dance. Because he likes Toby. Mm-hmm. He's like, come on. That's amazing acting right there. Emma gets distracted, almost forgets to finish the dance because she's so happy with what Sean did. But back to the grade eight girls, Ashley's just like, I'm not performing and y'all might be in trouble if you do because of the Oracle. Terry puts her foot down and Ashley's like, fine, you can go on without me. And then they never pick a name. So they end up being called Paige and Terry. (laughs) Not even like Perry or Tage. I like Perry. Perry, Perry... Chicken berry. Or peri peri sauce. Peri peri hot sauce. Peri peri hotties. So their performance is pretty good. Aside from, is Terry's necklace a number one? They have little necklaces that are number ones because they're number one. That's hilarious. I love that so much. They're definitely getting the fashion crime tickets of the episode because they for sure look super cute. And, like, definitely classic middle school talent show. The colored glasses are back. The chokers are back. The hip jewelry is back. (laughs) We're deep in the OOs. It's a really small crowd for the entire high school. Well, this is sort of the thing is that in in this first season, we're meant to believe that it's a middle school only. And that it's, like... Seven and eight, still way too small. You're definitely right. The talent show's over. Manny mentions to Toby that, you know, oh, you're not going to do this again. Only if someone asks you. So Manny obviously knows what's happening. But he says his Panther acting days are over. But isn't Degrassi's mascot the Panther? Mm -hmm. And he's technically an actor in the show. So, his Panther acting days are still on. It's a little meta joke for you there. Although, I'm trying to remember if he ever gets involved with a play or something again, and I don't think he does. All I can think of is, way, way later, he has to do Dance Dance Revolution, 
in order to make up his PE credits because he like didn't get enough or I guess maybe he failed I don't know Toby tries to like at he says he's gonna ask he's like do you want to maybe he can he's gonna ask her out but Emma says hang on a second she runs away to thank Sean like a shot just out of there she kisses him on the cheek she's just enamored with Sean I mean who wouldn't be but Toby is just heartbroken and I'm sorry, Toby, but the writing is on the wall, brother. You need to close that book. Unfortunately, he really never does. So we'll keep seeing his Emma crush forever, basically. So I'll keep a track on that for you. So in the make it through moment of the episode, the girls are commiserating in the washroom like they always do. And Ashley softens up and says, you know what? Y'all were really great. The crowd loved you. You know, you did awesome. So they decide to get the band back together, make it through moment. Paige suggests they change their name to, instead of Paige, Michael, Chuck, and the Sex Kittens, those initials, PMS. Ashley obviously hates it, says it's gross. Periods aren't gross and they're normal. Terry's the deciding vote. She says her and the oracles are no longer on speaking terms. She throws them away. Why does she throw them? I hate stuff like that when people like throw things away. It's like, that's, you didn't need to do that. There's a variety of reasons I also don't like it. A, it's like she drops it in and you can tell the trash can's empty. It's like, in what universe is the girl's trash can empty in the bathroom? But it's just so obviously like, we're going to tie up this plot so we don't have to deal with it again. <laughs> She's going to throw them away and then we don't have to have her tarot read ever again. I mean, it could be empty. Or was no, the cabaret was at lunchtime, right? Mm-hmm. Ah, never mind. Yeah, you're right. It wouldn't be empty. The good news is that Terry actually sort of doesn't need the Oracle anymore because she's found her voice. She admits she likes PMS better. And so they reband with their new re-band. name. Reband, they reband. Yeah. They rebrand. Well, I meant like they re get together their band. They get the band back together. Yeah. They... I don't think reband is a word. <laughs> we rebanded. They disbanded Did you hear? and then they rebanded. <laughs> Did you hear? They rebanded. <laughs> I guess they disbanded and then they banded again whatever (laughs) they got it back got the band back together i guess that's a clunky phrase but so they say so we are p m s dun 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 and then that is the end of the episode it is the first degrassi band it's the first girl band i love it so much so thank you so much for listening to this episode of DeGay's Watch Degrassi. In next week's episode, so next week we will be listening to season one, episode 14, Under Pressure. Sean is stressed out about his past with his difficult relationship with his parents and the things he did ergo beating someone up when he lived in Wasega. And on top of all that, he's held back 
and trying to keep up with school and not have to be held back again. All, all these pressures are coming to a head and when Sean's hassled, when Sean is hassled yet again by Jimmy, the asshole, do you think there will be drama? You know it, it's Degrassi.